Hey there, I'm Mailing. I'm a life coach, and this is my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello, friends. How are you doing? I have to thank all of you for downloading <laughs> and listening to my voice. <laughs> it really blows my mind. Like, I'm actually really pleasantly surprised at the number of downloads I've had because I haven't actually really announced or launched it. <laughs> So it's amazing that people have discovered me. And sometimes I'm like, is it because I have pretty eye-catching podcast cover art? <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much. Now, for this week, it's a interesting topic, I think, because it's a mixture of what most people call time management. And I have to say, I think I have a different view of it because I think that time is infinite. It's not something that we can control. So I think it's more self-management rather than time management. So that's my view on it, right? Because it's up to us to manage our energy, our circadian rhythms. Do we get enough sleep? Are we focused enough? And you know, getting enough sleep means that you can actually focus, right? All of these considerations factor in to how we manage ourselves so that we do more or less during the day, during the time that we have. So I reckon it's more considered self-management rather than time management. And tying in with that, the idea of have I done enough? The desire for perfection, the desire to be able to say, yeah, I finished my to-do list today. That feels amazing. And I'm here to offer you this thought this week is that sometimes the desire for perfection is fear-driven. So, when you think that I am less than what's expected of me, that is technically perceived as a threat in your body because you might feel that you're in danger of being rejected. You might feel that you're in danger of being abandoned because you're not good enough, because you haven't done enough because you haven't achieved what you set out to achieve. As humans, we all want safety, love, and belonging. And if you know of Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I'm going to link that picture to the show notes, and that is right at the base of the pyramid is our basic survival needs. So food, shelter, warmth. And then one up above that is things like safety, love, sense of belonging. And then the other one higher up is self-esteem, you know, our self-concept, identity, self-worth. And right at the apex of the pyramid is self-actualization. So as humans, we all want to grow and evolve. It's very aspirational what we want to achieve right at the top. But the pyramid builds upon itself. So you need to get your basic survival needs met in order to achieve the following tiers of the pyramid. Now, that may not necessarily be 100% true for all human beings, but that is Maslow's hierarchy of needs and his theory of motivation. So the question I want you to think of is, what is good enough? What is considered good enough for you? Who set the bar and standard? Is it you? 
Is it your parents? Is it your school teachers? Is it your peers? Is it your cultural background? Who set that bar? And how do you feel about it? Do you feel pressured all the time? Or do you feel good about the standards that you set? And also, are you checking up on your progress? Like, yes, I've improved on this. I've improved my reflex times, my response times. I'm getting better at this. I'm scoring higher at this test now than I used to. Or are you comparing yourself to others? Now, the life coach school where I'm trained, there's a saying, compare and despair. Which means if you're comparing yourself to your neighbours, to the Joneses, to somebody else all the time, you'll find yourself in despair. Because there's always going to be somebody steps ahead of you. There's always going to be somebody who has made more money than you, who is smarter than you, who has a bigger house than you, who has a fancier car than you, who has got more kids than you, like whatever you wish to compare yourself with, right? This actually, funnily enough, just right now, brought up a memory that I had when I was in Austria and Germany because over there they're really obsessed with titles not just like Miss Mister but like Doctor and Professor and they have like really complicated titles there and all these initials behind their name (laughs) like the name cards and their LinkedIn profiles can be really intimidating or rather puzzling because you'd be like what do all those letters mean? Because they're not really common letters sometimes. But they love the initials. They love the qualifications, the certifications, all the titles they have. It just goes on and on and on, which is pretty much like the German language itself. Like you can make an extremely long word. (laughs) You just keep adding on. So don't compare yourself to others because you'll find yourself in despair. That's the moral of the story. (laughs) Now, I'm here to offer you that you are 100% lovable, just as you are. You are safe. It's okay to make mistakes. Now, for all you type A people out there, all you overachievers, and I say this with the utmost love because it takes one to know one. (laughs) And a lot of my clients too, they're all very ambitious. So all of us, we tend to use external structures like calendars, planners, alerts on our phone to create this sense of love, safety and belonging. We want to have this sense of control. And all of this is actually fueled by self-criticism. We are our harshest critics. And this is actually very masculine energy, right? To have this sense of structure. We want to turn everything into a process, into a framework for getting that A, for getting that five-star review, you know? It's the recognition that we need when actually we need to think about giving ourselves adequate rest We need to think about our sense of play and creativity. And this energy is much more feminine. It's the yin to the yang. So you don't need to get everything right. You are safe. You are worthy of love, just as you are. So be gentle with yourself. When you make mistakes or when things don't go quite the way you expect, say to yourself, It's okay. You are safe. Another perspective I want to offer you is that 
instead of looking at things and goals as achievements, right, as things that you want to take off on your to-do list, instead, think about what is the consistent habits and practices that you can make every day, every week, on a consistent, regular basis. For example, weight loss and people who want to lose weight. They have a certain goal weight that they have in mind. There's a certain number, right, in your head. Now, when you achieve that goal weight, great. You know, people celebrate when they see that number on the scale looking back at them. However, does that mean they'll stay at that weight? Because maintaining that weight is a whole different ballgame altogether, right? Because you could starve yourself, you could go on a keto diet, you know, but that's actually not sustainable in the long run. So you need to think about building the habits of mindful eating and its consistent eating habits, being consistent daily, regularly, each time you eat, that actually compounds the results. So that's why I think having the viewpoint of adopting a consistent practice is actually much more useful and helpful instead of saying, yes, I want to achieve this goal, take it and get it done. There are two further questions I'd like to offer you to think about, to reflect on. Number one, what happens if I give up the fear of being perfect? What does that mean to give up that fear? And number two, what do you think you might lose by not striving for perfection? Now, that's an odd question for some of you, but here's an example. Some of my clients say they are afraid that if they stop putting pressure on themselves, they will lose their drive. They will lose their determination and their motivation. Because in the heart of hearts, they still want to achieve what they want to achieve. And they think the only way they can do that is by their determination, their drive, their focus, their thoughts that I haven't done enough. And that is what they think propels them to actually do enough. And this brings me to a poem that I'm going to read out to you that I think is quite fitting and is quite touching. It is called One Source of Bad Information by Robert Bly. There's a boy in you, about three years old, who hasn't learned a thing for 30,000 years. Sometimes it's a girl. This child had to make up its mind how to save you from death. He said things like, stay home, avoid elevators, eat only elk. You live with this child, but you don't know it. You're in the office, yes, but live with this boy at night. He's uninformed, but he does want to save your life. And he has. Because of this boy, you survived a lot. He's got six big ideas. Five don't work. Right now, he's repeating them to you. So this boy wants to keep you safe, wants to keep you loved, wants to keep you welcome. That's a very big job. It's a big responsibility. And he thinks that in order to be able to achieve those things, you need to be able to do enough. By doing enough, he can feel safe, you can feel loved, you can feel welcomed. And in order to keep doing enough, you have to keep thinking that you aren't doing enough. <laughs> 
Can you see how powerful the cycle of thinking is? So do give it a go. Think and reflect about the questions that are asked about this episode. How do they apply to you, to your situation? Do you always think that you're not doing enough? Do you fear looking at your inbox and you want your inbox to be zero? (laughs) Is that one of your to-do lists? What are you striving for? Is it worth it? How are you managing yourself in terms of your energy, your circadian rhythms, your sleep, your calorie intake, the quality of food that you eat, the quality of water that you drink? Are you drinking coffee all day? Are you drinking carbonated drinks all day? What are you putting in your body? What are you consuming? What kind of social media and news are you reading? What are you watching? Everything that you consume, both in terms of your five senses, the news that you read, the friends that you run with, the conversations that you have, the nutrition you have, the hydration and the sleep and the rest that you have, Everything counts. Think of it as consistent daily practice instead of just ticking another thing on your list. If you like one-on-one coaching support to get you to your dreams faster and easier, book a free consult call with me. I'll put the link in the show notes. Until next time, bye!